Hey, hey, welcome to Career Coaching with Tiffany, the office informant podcast. Here we focus on helping you navigate what's next in your career. Whether you're looking to prepare for a promotion, re-enter the workforce, or completely overhaul your career, this is the place to hear tips, tools, stories, and experiences to help you feel more confident in moving forward. I'm Tiffany, your host and guide. In this episode, we explore skills that hiring managers are looking for right now when they're filling job openings. We'll discuss the traits employers value the most and how you as job seekers can demonstrate both your hard and soft skills during the hiring process. Do you have an interview coming up and the very thought of interviewing makes you want to run and hide? Well, guess what? I love interviewing. Weird, right? Well, I want to share tips and tools I've used personally and coach clients on for many years. You can download the pre-interview guide today. The best part, it's free. Inside of this free resource, I share steps you should take before the interview, insight into what hiring managers are looking for, and a list of common interview questions. You can get your copy at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. You can also find the link in the show notes. So I currently work for a nonprofit organization as the head of HR. Let me tell you how I got this job. So during COVID, I spotted an opportunity on LinkedIn for this organization that was growing tremendously. After reviewing the job description, I thought, wow, this was the perfect fit for me. It was a nonprofit organization working to eradicate educational inequity. And I had experience working with an education nonprofit where I worked for six years. Also, growing up, school and educators were a huge part of my journey. And I directly credit some of those thoughtful teachers to helping me to get to where I am today. So education is so very important to my value system. The job description also talked about working with the chief people officer to build out the HR functions beyond where they were at the time. I used all of this information to update my resume, create my cover letter, and I kept the description in my mind during the interview process. Let's talk about how many of my clients and I are able to tune in to what hiring managers and organizations are looking for and how you can exemplify those qualifications throughout your job search process. So you're looking for a new career opportunity. Your change could include whether you're seeking a promotion, you're looking within your current organization to move to a different department, you wanna support a new product line within your organization, or you could be completely overhauling your career. Either way, aligning your experience and interest with what hiring managers are looking for is critical to the success of your job search. 
Now, if you've already downloaded my free pre-interview guide, you know that I cover 10 areas that hiring managers are looking for in the interview process. And we're going to highlight just a few of those today. So if you want to get your hands on this resource, you can download it at theofficeinformant.com backslash pre-interview guide. And the link is in the show notes. Okay, okay, okay. Let's jump right in. What is it that hiring managers are looking for? In this episode, I'll highlight for you four areas that you should focus on when applying for and interviewing for roles. This is not a complete list, and these are in no particular order, but let's get to it. One thing that hiring managers are looking for when they review your assets, that's your resume, your portfolio if you have one, all of your online profiles, your cover letters, one thing they're looking for are the hard skills necessary to do the job. Duh, Tiffany, like this sounds obvious, right? But let me tell you, I've been in HR for many, 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 many years and seen thousands of resumes And it would blow your mind how many resumes are not aligned with the hard skills outlined in the job description. It's right there telling you exactly what we need. So I remember one client that was looking for a promotion opportunity. She was a benefits and payroll manager, and she was applying for a director of human resources role. We worked together on both her resume and her interview preparation. Her resume had recently been updated by a friend and it looked great, but it highlighted all of the wrong things. Her resume talked about her experience with payroll, how many people she supported in the payroll process, administering benefits, but the job description she was applying for mentioned leading people and DEI efforts. And so we revamped her resume and her interview preparation to move away from how many people she ran payroll for, and we focused more on how she led benefits and policy changes that created a more inclusive work environment. The bottom line is, when you're applying for jobs, you might notice two roles that have the exact same title could have two completely different job descriptions. Let me give you an example. So one project manager job may take about talk about the tools and models you'll use to manage projects or managing projects across multiple departments, keep, keeping them on time, keeping them within budget. Another job description might highlight the need for someone who can lead a team and develop others and what software you'll use. You should not be submitting the same resume for both of those positions. You should be tailoring your resume every single time to fit the description. You should be using the same phrases that they do to describe your experience. If they mention a particular technology and you have experience in that technology, you have to make sure it is right there, front stage on your resume. You wanna make sure it's true, of course. I never want to encourage you to stretch the truth or lie on your resume. Other places you should be highlighting this hard experience is on your LinkedIn profile, again, in your portfolio if you have one, and in your cover letter. Again, you should be highlighting the parts of your experience that are relevant to that particular position. So that means you have to put in a little bit of work every time you apply for a role. Okay, 
And finally, one of the most important places you should be tailoring your responses and your preparation to highlight your hard skills to do the job is in the interview. You want to keep the job description in mind. So when you get those, tell me about a time when questions that we all love, you should be sharing examples that are aligned with the challenges they're looking to solve. So using my own story that I shared earlier in the interview, I was able to talk about how I partnered to launch a wellness program or expand diversity recruitment efforts, which is what was described in the job posting. I didn't focus on HR compliance. I didn't talk about benefits and payroll. Those were never mentioned in the description, although I had experience in those areas. All right. The second place hiring managers are looking for you to highlight during the application and job search process is your ability to solve problems and think critically. No matter where you are in an organization or what level your role is in, you will be tasked in solving problems. So when you're writing your resume, be careful not to just list out tasks that you've completed mindlessly but think of the problems you've solved instead. Here's an example. If you are an executive assistant, let's say you manage the calendar for an, exec an executive or several executives. Your resume should highlight the problem you're solving within that task. It might read, triage mission critical or strategic priorities, along with ad hoc request for the CEO to increase efficiency and impact. That is a very different bullet on your resume than saying managing calendar for the CEO. All right, in addition to your resume, your interview should also highlight the problems that you solve as well. You should use examples and tell stories where you are the hero. Don't select examples where you are a passive participant. Let's talk through an example. In the interview, you were asked, tell me about a time when and you can insert any question dealing with, let's say, handling a difficult customer. Remember, the purpose is to focus on your ability to problem solve. I don't know how many times I've gotten such a generic answer. Well, I do that all the time. I listen to the customer, the customer I try to help them best I can. If I can't assist them, I escalate the problem. No, no, no. You did not make yourself the hero of that story. You did not tell me about a time when. You didn't tell me a story. You have to give a specific example when you were the hero. So I'm going to give you an example from a client that works as an accountant. She might answer the, the question like this. In my previous role, I was responsible for managing the budgets of eight of our 25 locations. Each location had a general manager. Every month, I would email budget to actuals to those internal customers, the general managers. There was one particular new manager that always claimed that there were errors in my reports and request a meeting with me and my manager. After two months of this and getting a little bit frustrated, I noticed a trend. That general manager really had questions, not claims of errors. So I thought through all of the questions that she might have each month, and I proactively provided those responses with her monthly numbers. She noticed the change in my communication right away and thanked me for taking the time to fill in those gaps for her. 
I later learned that she had taken over a location with financial challenges. And so accuracy and complete information was really important to her. Over time, we built a fantastic relationship and we even eventually partnered on a project and we completely revamped the monthly reporting process and she helped to launch and provide input for our financial dashboards. Okay, that was a response. It took uh, 30 seconds or less and it is a lot more clear. You are the hero. The employer gets a great sense of your ability to listen to your clients and solve problems rather than the generic answer that I shared with you before. Listen, I could have a whole podcast about interviewing And one day, very, very soon, I will have an interviewing series and we'll go into all the details of interviewing. But let's move on to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is another place where you can showcase your ability to solve problems. There is a section on the LinkedIn profile where you can collect recommendations. This is prime real estate where you can ask past and current colleagues to write recommendations about a particular project you worked on together, or you can ask them to describe the challenges that you helped them to overcome. In your experience, I know you've helped colleagues, your department, or your customers to solve problems. Ask them to share this experience with others. The example I just gave with the accountant, that is a great example of she could reach out to that general manager and ask them to share via a recommendation on LinkedIn. All right, a third area hiring managers are looking for in your experience is professionalism. An area that we might not consider when we're thinking of our job search and our professional image is all of the other social media sites outside of LinkedIn. Yes, I know Facebook and Instagram are your personal sites. That's where you get to let loose, you uh, post pictures of your kids, your family, your trips, your vacation. But if employers can see them, you want to make sure they are representative of how you want a potential new employer to meet you for the first time. So think about profanity and all of the things that you might do in your personal time. You don't want those viewable to your employers. Again, professionalism. Additionally, your career assets, again, that's your resume, your cover letter, your portfolio, your LinkedIn profile, they should be professional down to the details of being error free. And finally, I always have to talk about the interview is another place an employer is looking for you to showcase your professionalism. So from your ability to utilize the technology to your preparation to answering questions, the interview can make or break an employer's impression of you. You've gotten this far, make sure you prepare for the interview and showcase how professional you can be. So I want you to think through how you can elevate your LinkedIn profile, how you can clean clean up your other profiles, how you can share content that makes you stand out in your profession or in your industry, what message your other social media profiles might communicate about you, and how you can elevate your interview experience. The very last area I want to highlight in this episode is cultural fit. I wanna be very clear here. I don't subscribe to cultural fit in the sense that people hire others that are like them. For me, cultural fit 
is you have a passion for the industry, the work, the mission, or you have some deeper connection that aligns you with the organization. If you think back to my story, I purposely highlighted my personal experience with educators. I shared this information in my cover letter and also during my interview. This shows that the mission of the organization was directly in line with my value system. I was sure to highlight this as it would illustrate that I both personally and professionally was in, line, in alignment with the work that they do. This was a huge part of my story and it felt like a great time to tell it. You might use past work or life experiences that grew or challenged you throughout your interview or your cover letter to connect deeper with the hiring manager. I love an example from a client. She works in the IT field and she shares a story of how she and her father collected computer parts and built their very first computer when she was just eight years old. He noticed that she loved to tinker and she was so grateful that he helped her to guide that curiosity early in her life. While she has been in IT for a long time and she's been a minority in the field being a woman, she always felt like she belonged because of that experience with her father. Okay, so we've talked about how to use LinkedIn, your cover letter, your resume, and the interview to highlight your hard skills, your ability to problem solve, and how to relate to the culture or the work of the organization. I hope you found this information helpful. And if you can just make one change today to improve in these areas, I'm sure it will launch your job search process. Thank you for listening to Career Coaching with me, Tiffany, the office informant. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review if you found this episode helpful. Don't forget to follow me on social media and join the conversation online. You can find those links in the show notes. As always, if you have any questions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. See you in the next episode.